Hey, what's up everyone? It is Pastor Marcus here from the storychurchproject.com. Welcome to the Story Church Project podcast where our focus is how to redesign the local Adventist church to tell its story loud to a culture that is no longer listening. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear and that it inspires you to make a difference in your local church today. Hey, what's up, everyone? It is awesome to be back. Uh, I did take the week off last week, so if you were wondering, hey, why wasn't there a new episode last week? Um, You are not weird. I I did take the week off. I had a lot of crazy stuff going on. Not crazy in a bad sense, just a lot of cool stuff, and um, didn't really have much time, so I decided, you know what, I'll just take a bit of a break on the Story Church project for a week and come back the next week, and so here I am, and I'm super stoked because I'm opening back up with a question. Uh, Why is church so insanely boring why is church so insanely boring now don't sit there and pretend like you don't know what i'm talking about you know (laughs) exactly what i'm talking about um church as we know it today is this sort of tedious uninteresting experience and most people who attend really let's be honest most people who attend do so hoping to heaven that there's going to be a good sermon And if the sermon is good, you kind of forget how uninspiring, uneventful, and repetitive everything else was. Now, let me me be fair here, guys. Not every church is like this. I get that. Um, Some of them are the opposite, and it's amazing. But I'm not talking about them today. I'm talking about the boring ones. Uh, And let's be honest. They are the norm. Okay? They are the norm. Um, And so what is a boring church? They all tend to be the same, all right? You park your car. In the parking lot, you walk in, someone says hello and hands you a bulletin. Uh, You sit down, the people around you might say hello in one of those um, I shouldn't be talking voices. Uh, Or maybe they won't even do that. Maybe you won't get a hello. Uh, Then somebody gets up to the front and gives a welcome, do some announcements, sing a hymn or two, collect the offering, have a kid's story, sing another hymn. Maybe there's a special item, which by the way... um, I have no idea why churches call solo performances special items. So if anyone here uh, can enlighten me, that'd be great. All right, shoot me an email or a comment below. Um, yeah, so then the sermon time arrives and the pastor gets up to the front. And this is generally what happens. Pastor gets up to the front. <clears throat> Happy Sabbath, he says enthusiastically. And out of the whole room, like two or three people respond. Happy Sabbath. You know, it's like, it's really silly. It's like pathetic. It's like, they're like not even in sync with each other. Um, and so, <laughs> and so the pastor looks out over the crowd and, and he's in a louder voice. He says it again, happy Sabbath, you know, and, and if he's lucky, this particular church has been trained to respond, uh, really loud the second time around. Uh, but if they aren't trained, he might come back with this awkward third happy Sabbath. And, and at this point, um, you'll get a better response mostly because people finally realize, okay, let's get this over with. Uh, But if you come back the next week, man, the same exact scenario repeats. And then the next month and the next year, and it never seems to end. Now, why is this the experience of so many of our churches? Why does the preacher have to act like an MC getting a crowd hyped before a concert? Um, Why do the saints need to be hyped up to begin with? Uh, Those are really good questions. Now, some people think the problem is that this is a traditional church problem. 
if if only traditional churches switched to a more contemporary style, then these problems would go away. And um, I got to be honest, though, I, I've been to contemporary churches with the same exact problem. So I don't think style has anything to do with it. Instead, I believe the answer lies in a psychological concept known as state. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. A state is a, essentially, it's a frame of mind, right? That's all I'm talking about here. Nothing I say here is going to be complicated. This is simple. Uh, it's a frame of mind. So think of when you're watching a thriller and you're on the edge of your seat. At that moment in the film, as the tension builds, you find yourself in an anxious state. That's what a state is. Um, any sudden noise and you just jump. Oh, snap, you know? Um, that was crazy. And then you try and pretend like you're cool and tough and it didn't happen. But you really, you freaked out. Or, or think of being at the beach with friends, right? It's nighttime. Uh, there's a bonfire. There's a guitar. There's marshmallows. Everyone's sitting back enjoying the carefree evening, singing together, laughing. What state are you in? Uh, relaxed, composed, you feel free. In fact, your state may actually have changed, even just slightly, by listening to and imagining that scene. Or what about a nice dinner with friends? You're eating some good food, having a laugh. Everyone's state is happy, content. And then suddenly, a person none of you like and who wasn't invited to the dinner <laughs> walks up and says hello. And all of a sudden, previously happy people feel really awkward, right? The state has changed. Now, this, like I said, there's nothing particularly weird or amazing about this. It's how we are as humans. Our minds can move in and out of states. You can be depressed and a friend lifts your mood. Uh, they take you out of one state into another. Uh, this is what Solomon had in mind when he wrote, Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. That's Proverbs 12, 25. In, in other words, an encouraging word can change a person's mental state. It can pull them up from a gloomy place into a cheerful place. So, all right, let me get back to uh, our question now. Like, why is your church service so boring? Well, let me tell you this. It, it's, it's not because you sing hymns instead of Hillsong. And it's not because you're traditional or not entertaining enough. You don't need more jokes or more high-paced videos or a louder band. No, your, your, your church is boring because from the moment you gather, you collectively feed a boring state. Now, what do I mean by that? Let's go back to our original scenario, but let's change the state. Imagine getting to church and you pull into the parking lot and there in the parking lot, there's these welcome signs and they're really cheerful. Maybe even a cheerful parking attendant if, if you need one, right? And not every church needs that. Uh, but, but then you walk in and you're greeted by cheerful people who don't simply hand out bulletins and say hello, but they ask questions. They might comment on your new hairdo, um, your nice tie, or, or ask, you know, if you're a guest, ask where you're from or how they can make your experience, uh, you know, as wonderful as possible. Um, at this moment, without changing anything else, you've already changed everything. Those who arrived are now going into Sabbath school and the church gathering in a cheerful state. Because that's what you created when they when they when they pulled into your parking lot. That's what you created when they walked in through your doors. You fed a cheerful state. And regardless of how they walked in, you've placed them into this mental state capable of spreading that cheer to others. Now imagine walking into Sabbath school and you're greeted warmly. Someone even offers you their seat. The conversation is safe, it's warm, it's inspiring. Then you go to the main service, the announcements, the song service, the tithe and offering. All of it is all of it is done in the spirit of praise. The, 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 the person who announces the songs smiles. Uh, they share a Bible promise from the week that spoke to them. They, they offer a short word of encouragement. All of these small, simple changes, smiling, warmth, energy, and nothing complicated, um, they create a state of mind in people. 
But you have somebody get up to the front with this somber spirit and drag their feet through. <clears throat> we will now sing hymn number 323. Please stand. And then the state changes again. And if that's what people have gotten in the parking lot, right? If that somber, disconnected state is what people have gotten in the parking lot, in the foyer, in the Sabbath school, and all throughout the worship gathering, then that's also what they're going to give. In other words, your church is not boring because of its style. It's boring because of its state. And by the time the pastor gets up to preach and says, Happy Sabbath, everyone is in a state of boredom. Now, you might not want to admit it because you're conservative and you're somber and you're like, oh, this is how church should be. Don't give me the hoopla. The reason why the pastor gets up and has to say happy Sabbath two or three times before people respond is because people are in a bored state. They're not excited. They're not inspired. They're not, you know, encouraged. There's nothing positive happening within them. They're just going through the motions. And that's not okay. That's not what God intended when he called us together now of course creating a positive state at your church it's not something that you can force unless you want to end up with a bunch of phony people who pretend to be all cheery uh, when they can't stand each other there are other things that need to be addressed for a change of state to be an authentic step and not a gimmick uh, and as a church leader you you need to identify what those changes are in your context because they're not all the same but once you do i want to encourage you make sure you include a step in which you address the states that are nurtured at your gatherings and create a change of state from the parking lot all the way to the altar. Ask yourself, what can we do in this space to when someone comes here, you know, they pull into a parking lot, they're happy that they're here. And they walk through our doors and they feel welcome and, and loved. And it's not just, hello, here's our bulletin, you know. No, no, come on, man. Create a beautiful state in, in your church from the parking lot all the way to the altar. Because if your church is insanely boring, chances are it's not got nothing to do with it with its style. And it's got everything to do with its state. If you change that state, your church gathering will gradually become the most inspiring experience of your week. Thank you for listening to this week's latest episode of the Story Church Project Podcast. I hope you were blessed. If you haven't yet had a chance, I want to invite you to head over to thestorychurchproject.com and subscribe to the newsletter. Not only will you get the latest updates every week, but I'm also going to send you a free gift straight to your inbox. You don't want to miss it. I'll catch you on the next one.